Good morning once again. We're continuing uh, on this Mexico Mission Sunday with our sermon series th through the season of Lent on the I Am Statements of Jesus. And we've already heard the scripture read from John chapter 10 where Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And implied in his statement is maybe there are other kinds of shepherds too. If the good shepherd is the one we should listen to, there are other kinds who maybe we shouldn't. And that's our, what our second reading is about today. It's uh, more of the biblical backstory. It's from the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel, who is writing during the exile time of the Hebrew people. They have been led astray by their shepherds, by the ancient leaders of Israel. So listen for God's word to you from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 1 to 6. Emphasis, mine. The word of the Lord came to me, mortal, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, to the shepherds, thus says the Lord God, woe, you shepherds of Israel. You should have been, you who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with wool, you slaughter the fatted calves, but you do not feed the sheep. You have not strengthened the weak, you have not healed the sick, you have not bound up the injured, you have not brought back the strays, you have not sought the lost, but with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there, were, there was no shepherd, and scattered they became food for all the wild animals. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with no one to search or seek for them. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That's a bummer. That's a hard bummer. So as we gather around this scripture text and this set of images, I want to say hi to those worshiping online, those listening to this sermon uh, as part of our sermon podcast, and to you who are here on this Mexico Mission Sunday and to our Mexico Mission team, Great to be with you. Thank you for being here today. There's always a lot of energy and excitement, kind of joy and hopefulness on a Sunday like this as we hear from our mission teams who return to interpret what God is doing in the world and to find our place in it as well. I saw a t-shirt one time, and I'll show it to you. This is what it says. It says, Jesus is coming, and boy, is he pissed. <laughs> kind of makes us laugh and wonder, uh, what's the nature of Jesus? What's our understanding of who Jesus is and what he is like? Uh, is he the one who's coming after us because he's so angry, he's so pissed, he's so upset? Um, or is Jesus one who comes to us with compassion, with love, seeking and saving the lost? What is the nature of Jesus? What's he like? And I want to testify with you a little bit today about what Jesus is, is really like. Um, Jesus is speaking in our gospel message that was read about being the good shepherd. And in the Bible, this is a really key image, this idea of shepherding sheep. Um, you might know that there are um, about 100 references in the Bible to shepherds, about 100. And the most commonly referenced animal in the whole Bible is sheep. Shepherds, sheep, there's about 400 references to sheep and flocks in the Bible. Shepherding was a big part of God's, the story of God's people. So you can think back about some of the shepherds in the Bible. Abraham, Isaac, Moses, David, Amos were all shepherds. And it wasn't just the men. Rebekah was a shepherd. The daughters of Jethro were shepherdesses. So shepherds leading the sheep is a common and classic biblical image for leadership among God's people. 
And that's why Jesus is so pissed. That's why Jesus is so upset. That's why he's perturbed. In this passage that we read from Ezekiel, from the Old Testament of the Bible, it's talking about ancient Israel's leaders, and and they're called shepherds, the ones who are placed in charge of the flock, God's people. They were supposed to look out for the ones who were under their care. But we hear that instead of taking care of the sheep, God's people placed into into their arms, that they've taken advantage of the situation for their own benefit. Everything they did in those times was for their own comfort, their own selves, their own importance. They did not take care of the sheep. The story, the history of ancient Israel is one in which the people are led into exile. They didn't go there on their own. They were led there by their own shepherds. Jesus is not happy. Then, I want to give you uh, one more chapter of John's gospel. We're reading John 10, but in John chapter 9, right before this one, we hear the story of the blind man who was um, blind from birth, who was healed by Jesus. And it's good news. It's like, praise God, high five. We are happy for anyone, we would be happy for anyone, um, who is healed. A couple weeks ago, we did something. It's a call and response. See if you can help me with it. It goes like this. God is good? All the time? That's his nature. Wow. So you remember that one. Wow. That's God's nature. Wow. Jesus heals the blind man, and he's a person who gets healed. We say, wow, God is good. God is working. God's doing something. Wow. But not everyone rejoiced. Not everyone celebrated. Not everyone said, thank you, God, for this good news. There were these shepherds who were in charge in Jesus' time, the religious leaders of his time, who were upset that someone would be healed on the Sabbath day. They didn't follow the right exact rules. They bicker, they blame, they shame this man. The man in the story, the one who's born blind, who's healed by Jesus in John chapter 9, they kick him out of their community. They say, you cannot stay here anymore if you're going to be healed by Jesus in this way. Getting kicked out of the community, getting shunned that way means that they had, he had nowhere to stay, to live. He probably had a hard time having a job, you know, economic ties. His life is ruined by these shepherds who should be caring for him. That's the story right before G- John chapter 10 where Jesus tell, talks about being the good shepherd. Jesus is saying to the people, and maybe to us, listen, there are all kinds of shepherds in the world. There are all kinds of people who want to get in your ear who want to be in your head, who want to whisper something to you. Don't listen to all of them. Discern, decide whose voice will be in your life, whose voice is speaking the truth to you, and be careful. Five different places in this passage, in John 10, Jesus says that the sheep listen to his voice. It's a refrain. It comes up again and again. The sheep listen to my voice. They do not listen to the voice of someone else. They listen to my voice, and I am the good shepherd. And the job of a good shepherd is speaking to, calling to, directing the sheep. In my family growing up, my parents had um, something that was called the family whistle. And I don't know how many of your families had a family whistle. We also had a family motto, but we had a family whistle. Some of you know our family motto was no weird kids. Sorry, it was true, high schoolers, I'm sorry. My personal family is not, that's not our motto. Our motto is don't be butts. But, um, but my, my family growing up, we had a family motto and a family whistle. And this is the family whistle. You ready for it? Mom, you going to give it to me? 
Anyone want to try that? Give me a family whistle. My family would, my parents would use the family whistle whenever we were out in public to find out where we were in a crowd. If we were at, like shopping at a, at a department store and they didn't know where you were, you would hear. My parents would use this to, to get a hold of us, to find out where we were, to call us back to them, to let, the, let us know that they were near. I tried to introduce the family whistle in my own family, but my wife rejected it. <laughs> Don't whistle at me as if I were a dog, <laughs> she said. My kids can't quite whistle that well, so they're not really into it either, but I like the family whistle. I like it. When my mom would whistle, we would know she was nearby. We would know she was trying to find us. Jesus, the good shepherd, has a voice that the sheep can hear. He has a whistle that's calling out to us. The voice of Jesus is not a voice that leads us toward um, anger, shame, despair, worry, or fear. Jesus gives us his purpose statement. In John chapter 10, verse 10, he says this, I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly, have it to the fullness more life. Jesus' voice leads us towards abundant life. It doesn't lead towards these other things. So the good shepherd accompanies us through all kinds of terrain and territory in life, through joys and in sorrow. Jesus is with us. There are other voices that want to speak to us, that want to get into our ear, and they will bring us towards anger, shame, despair, worry, fear. So we have to be careful whose voice we listen to and to seek out the voice of the Good Shepherd, the one who wants to bring us more an abundant life. It's actually something that we have to learn to do, I think, like learning the family whistle. As we grow up in our life and faith, we have to figure out who it is who can speak into our lives. There was a young guy in our church here some years ago, and he was around high school age, and he started getting into trouble, you know, hanging around with the wrong group of friends and um, kind of the wrong crowd. He started getting into situations where he's kind of making dumb choices, just kind of doing the wrong stuff. And his parents said, why are you listening to this crowd around you? Why are you listening to these friends? They're not a good influence on you. And some of you have heard this story before, but his parents were fed up and they told him, you're grounded. You're not going to be around these other friends anymore. You can only go to school and church youth group. They grounded him to PCLG. <laughs> it's tough. Um, and so, some of you know that this is um, Brian Heath, son of Roger Heath and Peggy Heath. There he is, in Mexico. And um, he started coming to youth group because he was grounded. And um, when he got into this environment, he started to hear new voices. New people were starting to speak into his ear. Those were Jane and Steve Fainer. Those were uh, the voices of a group who accepted him for who he was where God's love and grace were at the center of what he was hearing week by week. There was even a cute girl, her name was Aaron, now his wife. The difference was who was speaking into his life, who was speaking to him, who was leading him around, and then who he was becoming as a result of it. Jesus is a good shepherd who, as Pastor Erica tells us, tells me, also gives us other under-shepherds. 
There's the good shepherd, the big shepherd, the great shepherd, Jesus. And underneath that, we have under shepherds, others who are also influential and able to speak into our lives. For our Mexico mission team, sitting behind me, um, you all were led by Steve Fainer and Carlo and Pastor Erica and Jackson and the, the leaders of your group. Those are good under shepherds to listen to. But then I want to tell you something, Mexico mission team. You are also sharing with us today your experience, like what you were learning and hearing. You're, you're up in the front telling us something. So in a sense, in this sense, you're leading our whole congregation. You're the leaders, the shepherds, the under shepherds for this flock. So there's this paradox for us, which is this, that Jesus is the great shepherd, the good shepherd, the big shepherd, and then we're the sheep. But then we also serve each other as fellow under shepherds. There's people where you're placed in their life. You're the one who can speak to them. You're the one who can guide them. Or there are others who guide you. Sometimes they're younger than you, newer than you, different from you. And yet we can listen to one another's voice. We can be led by the under shepherds, the good under shepherds in our midst. So I wonder today, just a couple of questions for you. Who are the good under shepherds that you listen to in your life? Who guides you? Who are the good under shepherds? Who are the voices that help you grow in grace? I wonder today if there are voices in your life that you could identify and say, that's not the voice of Jesus. That's not a good shepherd. That's somebody trying to lead me the wrong direction. What are those voices? What are those people for you? Could you turn away from that and seek a change? Because that voice, letting that voice in your ear will guide you the wrong way. I wonder today, as you hear about who Jesus is, this good shepherd, um, what is he saying to you this morning as you listen to it? Through the songs that we're singing, the message of uh, with the children, maybe the words of the Bible, the prayers we lift. What's Jesus saying to your spirit this day? The good shepherd who leads you towards life. You know, my family uh, whistle the way that it goes. I always think that it sounds like a three-word phrase, you know? Where are you? I'm coming. I love you. In a world of all kinds of shepherds and all kinds of voices, I pray that you would consider again today listening for Jesus' voice, the good shepherd, listening to the one who calls, listening to the one who loves you, listening to the one who whistles in a way that you can hear. May it be so for you. Amen.